0: For the ones who get it done.
1: Well, good morning, West Texans. All you good, fine, friendly folks out there who wish you were. You got Ryan Hyatt's Raider Land featuring Rob Bro. Taking you till 1 o'clock here in the Arctic Air Studios. We'll turn morning into afternoon with you, wonderful people in San Angelo on ESPN 960 and here in the Hubbleplex Talk 103.9 FM News, Money, Sports. Happy Valentine's Day. Glad we could get that out of the way early. I hope everybody's enjoying the weather. It's slightly breezy, uh, here in West Texas today. I mean, almost enough to make you alter, uh, where you would line up, maybe, uh, and adjust your golf swing today. But other than that, it's going to be a fantastic, uh, afternoon, I think, as we got uh, a lot of stuff to get to. It's Two Word Tuesday. We'll give you your, uh, Hat Tip Cooking Channel Best Thing I Ever Ate topic here in just a little bit. And you can be texting in right now on Texas Tech Men's Basketball, their win over Texas. That's two in a row. One more, and that's a, that's like a winning streak or something that this team has going on. Their third victory in Big 12 play. We'll go through how they did it and uh, find out what impressed you the most. There's uh, interesting things going on in the NFL. Coaches on the move, at least at the assistant level. And now our attention will begin to turn to the uh, Aaron Rodgers watch, uh, as that will be the domino that will affect a lot of different things along the quarterback front. So text in today and every day, 806-855-3712. It's 806-855-3712. You can also listen on the app if you are doing that right now. Thanks. If you are, make sure you turn on the notifications. Now, if you don't have the app for Talk 103.9 FM, you need to get it. Go to kkm.com or wherever you get your app. And that way you'll never miss anything, including the Rob Bro Show from 1 to 2 every Monday through Friday on Talk 103.9 FM. Uh, all right. Follow the station on Twitter at Talk 103.9. Me, I'm just Ryan Hyatt, at Ryan Hyatt Media on Twitter. We uh, come back in the evenings, usually around 6.30ish with the daily broadcast. We sum up the day's events. Had a fun one yesterday. You guys make it fun. We're utilizing the Facebook Live portion, but follow on Twitter, at Ryan Hyatt Media. Of course, you can follow our Facebook page, Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland. But uh, using that one, it seems like technologically it's just a little bit better right now than the Twitter Live interaction. So, at Ryan Hyatt Media on Twitter, we'll alert you where to go and when to be there tonight around 6.30. He's Rob Bro at Rob Bro's show. Uh, on Twitter, one-third of the Gambling Gatchos, the host of the aforementioned Rob Bro show from 1 to 2 every Monday through Friday. Uh, and uh, just making an appearances right and left everywhere that he would uh, you would expect to find Rob Bro in all sorts of media. And while also being king of hat of the day, he's got a great one today. The Destination Omaha cap busting out mere days away. Three days. Three days from now, give or take, uh, what, a little, little, little less than two hours. It was a 1 o'clock yeah. first pitch on Friday.
2: be a good time. Let's I,
1: get, get this weather out of the way.
2: Yeah, some uh, news coming out of Texas Tech Baseball World today. I, I think you're down a couple of guys you thought you'd have. Right. Uh, Kendall Rogers announcing some of them. There's even more injuries I don't think that Kendall Rogers has got to. So uh, some issues to start the season. But I really feel like you're a stacked roster, and maybe it just provides a little clarity to start the season where you can – have you'll, guys on the field have, and, yeah, and
1: drill down, and just not as deep. Yeah, um, and by the way, is that just the nature of college baseball? It seems like these days, Man, if it, not injuries, just the roster um, fluidity is does, that a word? Joe? Does
2: Kendall Rogers do more tweets on uh, just like preseason expectations or just announcing announcing injuries,
1: injuries and who's not going to be available? It seems
2: like he announced it. the the week before the season. He just is firing off tweets left and right on. Uh, Arkansas will not have this, this, this. Texas Tech won't have this. Texas won't have this. Yeah, it's just everyone deals with it, but uh, man, that's tough.
1: Yep. All right. uh, Get on the text line 806 855 3712. Two word Tuesday topic. After the win last night, we'll go ahead and engage in the discussion. Why not? Don't cost nothing. The topic today give us two words Texas Tech men's basketball postseason chances. You're now at three wins in the Big 12 need that, uh, that 500 mark for the NIT if you so choose to. Uh, just go ahead and tell us in two words what you think Texas Tech men's basketball postseason chances are. In addition to your thoughts on the game, what you like to want to impress you, 806-855-3712. Now, uh, question of the day. We're always talking food around here. We make it official on Tuesdays. It is Valentine's Day, as we've mentioned. This is a high-pressure day, Rob. If you are married, if you are dating, uh, any sort of uh, any sort of relationship – This can be a high-pressure day. There are many ways to screw it up, very few ways to get it right. Give us your Valentine's uh, Day night or whatever dinner suggestions today. Let's help a brother out. Let's help the Raiderland community help each other. Give us some interesting ideas, suggestions now, these could be restaurants that you could go to. Now, if you're outside of Lubbock, please be sure and say, hey, this restaurant is in such and such place. That's fine. It might start spark uh, somebody to think about something similar here or there or otherwise. Or you can give us your go-to cook this meal, life will be good, that that you prepare, guys, if you've been cooking for your wife for a long time, that you know, come Valentine's, all right, here's what we're doing. Uh, for the ladies in the office, office audience, do we have ladies in the office? For the ladies in the audience as well, hey, it goes both ways. You can you can give out some suggestions and say, I would really like for my guy to take me here, or or maybe you cook. You know, maybe you cook for your husband. It's Either way, we're very progressive here in 2023 in Raider Land. Rob, it's not just all, you know, the guy having to do everything. So that's what we want today. Give us great Valentine Day uh, suggestions, pro tips, You know, anything to help the day go a little bit easier for guys out there. 806-855-3712. So we got all that Texas Tech basketball, uh, two-word Tuesday. uh, Big 12 uh, coordinator news that we might uh, throw your way, and then who knows what else we'll get to. Uh, We'll start off on the text line, 806-855-3712. A Plainsman in Dallas weighing in uh, well before the show started. Shout out to Rob Bro for an excellent turn repping the gambling gout shows, the Rob Bro Show, and Ryan Its Raiderland family on Sirius XM Radio's Big 12 this morning. Especially like the Tech Super Bowl digs regarding the Longhorns, perennial losers, and Lubbock status. Dude, the fan club is weighing in.
2: Yeah, that was a fun interview. Uh, Ari and, and his co-host are, are uh, solid. Always enjoyed going on that show. Man, you should have told me. I would I would have tuned in. Yeah, I meant to tweet about it this morning, but uh, forgot.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's the only reason Tech won. Let's get this out of the way: is that it's Tech Super Bowl. Yeah, every year against Texas in basketball, and that's the only reason Tech beats them in Lubbock. Oh, it is. in sport. Or yeah, in any sport, sport. Yeah. it it truly is. I mean, they don't even really talk about any other games.
2: I mean, it's not their third straight top 15 win at home. No, no. It's just uh, that they only play against
1: Texas. Yeah. Texter, do all 10 teams get in the Big 12 tournament? Answer yes. If so, could Tech get to 20 wins? Would that get them in the dance? Question. Will this three-game stretch get Coach Adams another year? Don't know. Still a lot of moving parts. Behind the scenes, in front of the scenes, and otherwise. On that final question, uh, I mean, if if you – Let's see where 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 are we right now? What's the record? What's Texas Tech sitting at? Uh 13 and 12, 3 and 10? 14 and 12 now.
2: 14 and 12. 3 sorry, and 10, sorry. So, My bad.
1: So six wins get you to twenty. Six six more wins. Last night was big for the NIT. It was massive for the NIT.
2: It was also big for the NCAA tournament. You're not getting the NCAA tournament without winning that one. But right. Uh, last night was huge for the NIT It allows
1: the conversation to have legitimacy Yeah Two games over 500 now HoopsHD.com, nitty gritty I haven't been paying attention to it in a while Because it was in yeah. the hundreds
2: I looked at it yesterday
1: 95 yesterday, 79 today Yeah You got the 19 point jump basically that you needed Uh, Kim Ken Kim, Kim Kim Palm, palm up, up a large jump Is it in the 60s right now?
2: I think it jumped 10 yeah. last night
1: all of that means you're not even on the bubble people. Uh you're, you're not even on the bubble of the bubble, but right. But this last week or so has But you're trending toward the bubble. Yes. You're one of the bigger movers by the way. And that can only happen by playing in the Big 12.
2: And you have more quad one wins now. You didn't have any 2 weeks ago. You now have more quad one wins than um like Arkansas, Michigan, a bunch of these teams on the bubble. New Mexico, Texas A&M, and you have several more opportunities. Um, all right, since we're talking about it, let me ask you point blank. Yeah. Four and one finish. Is Texas Tech in the NCAA tournament regardless of the Big 12 tournament? No. So seven and ten with that finish. Mm-hmm. Winning seven of your last nine is not uh, big enough?
1: Got to win a game in the tournament. I think so, too. You've got to win a game in the tournament.
2: But I think the committee will look kindly on a strong finish.
1: Oh, absolutely! But and then they'll go, yeah. Body of work, yeah. I mean, you're just you're just living in a neighborhood right now, as far as trying to get one of those bids that there's an incredibly narrow path, yeah. and, and a, everything must break perfect around yes. you. Yes,
2: and a and a four in one finish is. I mean, that's a six and one yeah. finish. So that, that's that's a tall task.
1: It's, it's, it's like, at this point, it's I liken it to a golf tournament leaderboard. And you're sitting there, you're going, man, I'm only 10 off the lead. I'll just use 10. The problem is there's 32 golfers between you. Right. And if they don't do anything, it doesn't matter what you do. People will have to back up, in a way. Yeah. But then you've got to root for chalk. If you're a Texas Tech, we're fast-forwarding to mid-March right now in the tournament. You can't have bid-stealers. Every every league that's a one team league has to be a one team league. Right. So, okay. And that's for the Big 12 to be an 8-bid league. Right. Because you'd be 8. Yeah, it's a 7-team league right now, and I'm pretty sure that's the way it'll end up.
2: Man, if you finish 6 6 wins, how how bad do you want that Kansas foul back. Right. How bad do you want that uh, TCU second in half. Fort Worth? Yeah. Second half back. Uh, looking at the remaining schedule, though, I don't think 4-1 and one is crazy. Now, there are two really tough games remaining in Morgantown in Lawrence. Yeah. But Oklahoma State on the road is not as good as Oklahoma State at home, and you get them in Lubbock. TCU is struggling down the stretch. You get them in Lubbock. I, I, and then Oklahoma and Norman. I think that's a winnable game. Very. So if you're 3-2, and two, how many Big 12 games do you need to win uh, in the tournament? Minimum two. So I, I still think there is an outside shot and emphasis on outside. But it is in the realm of possibility that Texas Tech still squeaks into the NCAA tournament. Yeah.
1: That's why we ask on Two Word Tuesday, the topic today, give us two words, Texas Tech men's basketball postseason chances. Best thing I ever ate, Hat Tip Cooking Channel. Give us your Valentine's uh, dinner suggestions. Either restaurants, good killer go-to restaurants on Valentine's Day. Be creative. Maybe some places you've gone in the past, or maybe it's where you're going tonight. Or are you cooking at home? Give us some dinner ideas. Let's get this uh, get this uh, Valentine's Day done right for everybody in Raiderland. 806-855-3712. We're due up our first timeout of the day. Uh, give us some more of your thoughts on the game last night. Whatever else is on your mind. 806-855-3712. We'll come back, hit the text line hard. we take the timeout. It's a quick one, so don't go anywhere. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. It's 1121. you got Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro, Taking you till 1 o'clock here in the Arctic Air Studios. ESPN 960 in San Angelo. Talk 103.9 FM. News, money, sports here in Lubbock. Cat tip cooking channel. Best thing I ever. Ate. That's the question of the day. Always food on Tuesdays. Give us your Valentine's. Dinner suggestions, your go-to restaurants, help us out tonight, or maybe a go-to meal prep, something that you uh, like to put together. Uh, two-word Tuesday topic, uh, give us two words, Texas Tech men's basketball postseason chances after uh, winning last night 74-67 over sixth-ranked Texas. Uh, they're in the uh, Super Bowl of uh, Big 12 basketball for uh, Texas Tech. Uh, give us your thoughts on the game. We've got several. We've got time as we go through uh, our two hours before the Rob Bro Show hits hit one to uh, probably get through all of it today. So we'll hit them on the text line, Rob. Texture says, I'll ask again. Still think we can't win the conference tourney? I'm the guy who said we'd be 0-7. I believe it's at least possible now. We look different. Still flawed, no doubt. Yeah, I still don't think Tech can win the Big 12 tournament. Okay. That's not going to change. I don't think Texas Tech can win the Big 12 tournament. Let me give you a reason why. The nature of playing the back-to-back games, Amex done after one game. I can't see that foot and anything else. Imagining him playing meaningful minutes, game one coming back and being able to duplicate that game two, let alone game three. It, that that component alone, and yeah. we don't know what Bacho's situation is going to be going forward. In a boot, in a boot, a lot of people in a boot. Um, so no, I don't think Texas Tech can win the Big Twelve tournament. But somebody will. Somebody's got to win it.
2: Yeah, and like we said yesterday, I don't I don't trust anybody to yeah. go win the Big 12 tournament. It's not like we don't trust Texas Tech because we don't trust Texas Tech. It's just a tough thing to do. Uh, and on that point, yesterday, when the texter was talking about the Big 12 tournament, um, I said, well, you haven't won two Big 12 games in a row yet, so let's do that first. You did that. Now, let's see if you can win three in a row. Uh, and it's a sellout Saturday in Morgantown mm-hmm. at uh, 11 a.m. local, so noon there. Thank goodness it's at noon, because if that oh. was at 6 or 8, 9, nine Eastern, yeah. uh, that would be a tough, tough environment. It's going to be anyways. Uh, and again, you have not won a Big 12 road game this year. You've not won a road game this year.
1: Period. A true road game. Yeah, end of sentence.
2: And you've not won a road game under Mark Adams since last well, February. Austin. Was that the last one?
1: Was that the last road win? Yeah, so
2: February 19th last year. Been a bit. So coming up on a full, a full year, calendar year, that you've won, uh, well, this weekend will be yeah. a full calendar
1: year. So it's like an anniversary. Might as well celebrate. With yeah, there you victory. go. Texture uh, talking about Valentine's suggestions. Uh, Chipotle scampi with garlic linguine, spinach chorizo, and Brussels sprouts. Agrotten, smoked gouda cheese sauce, sesame roasted new potatoes, and brandy cheesecake. All from Breakfast Underground.
2: That sounds like a meal.
1: By the way, Texture, hey, if you own Breakfast Underground, just, just let us know. All right, You can buy an ad. It's okay. That, uh, that is a meal right there. Do they provide cots? Uh, text her two word Tuesday Less slim <laughs> That's It's still very slim But it's less slim Notice again I have said Not NCAA tournament Rob I have said postseason chances Now you guys know me I'm vehemently opposed to anybody playing in the NIT As an athletics director a Director of intercollegiate athletics I would have the mandate to my uh, teams uh, you, We don't play in the NIT That's not what we do but that's not at Texas Tech. Techster, if Tech plays like they have been, I believe they could win the next four out of five games. And that's best-case scenario. Is that enough to get them in the tournament? Well, as we said, I think that's the beginning of the conversation to get into the tournament. And then I think you've got to win two games in the Big 12 tournament on top of that. So, so, you're overcoming so many yeah. negatives.
2: Ryan Mainville... Uh, just tweeted a, a T rank stat. Uh, right now, you're at five percent chance to be in the NCAA tournament. If you win out, win out, that's five more Big Twelve wins. You have an eighty nine percent chance to make the tournament. Yeah. Um, I would assume if you go four and one, it's around eighty percent. So it's it's still a long shot. Even if you win out, that you're automatic.
1: Right. So. What we would be talking about is one of the greatest in-season turnarounds in NCAA tournament history.
2: Uh, yeah, NCAA history. You know, <laughs> any sport, any sport. <laughs> I mean, it,
1: it is it
2: it it is a really tall task. Uh, and we said it yesterday, Mark Adams has not stopped pushing buttons on this team.
1: No. Well, it's fascinating. It's it's happening while you're losing players. Yeah, you uh, lost Pop Isaacs, even though he. Uh, Instagrammed, I believe was it today? Yeah, or back, yesterday? Soon, back soon. soon.
2: And he he looked healthy jumping around last yeah, night.
1: He didn't have Bacho last night. I know he's been kind of frustrating and frustrated. Two
2: straight starts you haven't had Bacho. You know,
1: you're doing all this. It's not like all of a sudden Tech got three healthy starters back,
2: right? Fardog still doesn't look like he's he can't jump. Healthy. And I don't
1: mean that that he physically. I mean that he you know right. on a good day. He physically, because of the injury right now, he can't get off the floor.
2: Right. And still went 12 for 8 last night.
1: The shove shot. Can anyone explain, diagnose, or yeah. otherwise tell me how that, in the laws of physics, works? I don't know. But. It's like the you, little kid shooting on the uh, full-size goal for the first time.
2: He had uh, three assists last night, four assists. I mean, he had a really good game. He
1: had an impactful game.
2: And the pick and roll is not quite...
1: No, three assists.
2: That's not quite his game. Uh, but the, I don't know what you call I guess it's still the pick and roll, but the short pick and roll yeah. where he kind of hangs back. The pick and pop. Uh, if you could pick and pop and have him shoot a couple of threes like Bryson Williams did, and that kind of unlocks some of his game... Or he can get the ball and then throw it because he's a pretty good passer. He might be the best passer on the team uh, in some ways. Uh, and then K.J. Allen had a couple of great passes, yeah. which you don't really expect because he doesn't get to do that much.
1: It was an interesting game. We'll, we'll talk more about it. And One of the things that really jumped out to me last night when we come back, 806-855-3712 to get you on the text line. Uh, text her. Says, we're at least a blip on the big dance radar screen. Yes, you are a blip. I mean, for the first time this year, I think on CBSSports.com, Texas Tech, you know, was in a headline position on the right-hand side. Nice to see that again. All right, we got them stacking up on the text line. You can uh, join the conversation as well. 806-855-3712 to text in. Give us some Valentine's dinner suggestions. Either great restaurants to go to or... Meals to cook, any, any ideas that will help your brethren out there. Two Word Tuesday topic: men's basketball, postseason chances. You got two words for that? You tell us. 806-855-3712. Quick timeout: it's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro.
2: Down the street, he says why am I soft in the middle now' it's
1: 1135 you got Ryan Hyatts Raiderland it's featuring Rob bro so taking you to one o'clock here in the Arctic air Studios on ESPN 960 in San Angelo Well, the way the wind's well it's blowing the wrong direction uh, they're probably listening to us today in uh Eastern or western Oklahoma on talk 103.9 FM news money sports here in the Hu I really don't think the high winds will come in for a while I'd keep on playing. Question of the day, uh, Hat Tip Cooking Channel, best thing ever ate. Give us some Valentine's dinner suggestions, uh, places to go, good restaurants, or stay-home meal suggestions. Any pro tips you got today, let's do that. Uh, help your friends out here on Valentine's Day. Two-word Tuesday topic, you give us two words to describe said topic, Tech men's basketball postseason chances, and then we'll discuss the 7467. Tech win over Texas last night. We'd we'll love to hear from you guys on what you were impressed by, what you liked about it, the difference makers, all of those things. Uh, Two-word Tuesday, Texter says, pulse detected. There's been a pulse for most of the year. Well, there's only swipes. been a few. No, not, no, okay, yeah, but I, I mean, there've only been a few spots where I thought the team just didn't, they laid down and died. One was against Baylor.
2: Right, but I I think the texters saying that there's yeah, a pulse a, on the Yeah, but a pulse detected
1: yeah. now for the uh, post-season. postseason chances, yeah. I just don't want it to come across like this team all of a sudden is playing hard because I think they have played hard individual basketball at times, just hideously ineffective and with no coherent team unison.
2: Defensively, I think in the last two weeks, they have had standout performances from Elijah Fisher, Demarion Williams, and at times Kerwin Walton. And those three guys were no-shows to open the Big 12 slate because they weren't on the floor in a lot of cases or just defensively were not um, up to speed. But I Mm -hmm. think they've caught up pretty well. And Damarion Williams has played really well, hit a big shot against Kansas State to keep the lead late and was really good defensively yesterday in some of those rotations. And a lot of that's non-box score stuff. You still don't have the guy... Uh, when Jalen Tyson and, and Lamar Washington aren't playing great or or Jalen Tyson's in foul trouble, not on the floor, to jump the lane, uh, which is really what this defense is missing. You're, you're missing a Terrence Shannon or a Kevin McCullough who can jump the lane in the perimeter and take it back for an easy layup, but you're getting a few of those. And I, I really like the defensive rotations with Lamar Washington, Jalen Tyson, and Elijah Fisher in there. Um, and Demarion Williams is another guy who's really stepped up defensively, in my opinion.
1: Well, that's one of the things that I think you look at last night and you talk about Williams, you talk about Washington, Jennings, some of those players. And we the last several weeks we've been talking about, you, you can't have guys out there for 10, 15, 18 minutes and have zeros across. You just can't have that. You can't win. Last night, they didn't do that. Last night, near, uh, a little over nine minutes and you get the three assists from Washington playing good defense, but you still got three assists. Now, turnovers, we can have a discussion. Uh but they Jennings, didn't score
2: off those turnovers yeah. though.
1: Yeah, the uh points off turnovers was eight five Texas. Yeah. That's I mean, that's negligible. Um but yeah. Robert Jennings, nearly seven minutes, he gives you four points. Okay. Get you a rebound. Fisher, sixteen minutes, two of five, get you five boards, he gets you four points. Williams, you mentioned him, twenty-two minutes. He gets you five points. He gets you three rebounds.
2: And Fisher's two buckets were big. Yeah, uh, grown men buckets. The the one in particular where he uh, did the spin move in the paint and went up strong. Uh, that that looked like Micah Peavy his freshman year, uh, and Micah Peavy finished really strong as a freshman here at Texas Tech with some really strong post moves. If Elijah Fisher can unlock that part and score in the paint and not have to shoot a bunch of jump shots uh because he was a transition player in high school well, and has not gotten that opportunity here but and I don't think he will.
1: And you owned the paint last yes. night. 36 to 18. Yes, Texas Tech.
2: Man, Texas <sighs> Baylor's a really bad matchup for Texas Tech. Yeah. Texas Tech's a bad matchup for Texas. It seems like And I don't really understand that because Timmy Allen and Dylan DeSue and and Christian Bishop, I mean, they have post players. Yeah. uh, But their post players are just not effective against Texas Tech for whatever reason.
1: And they've got guys that can shoot it over your no-middle defense, like Carr. Yeah. You survived him having a night last night because of what you did against everybody else for the most part.
2: Tyrese Hunter, did he finish with nine?
1: If only there was a way to find out. Uh, Let's see, Hunter, uh, nine points, yeah. Three of of eight one of three long.
2: I think that was his best game ever against Texas Tech between Iowa State and and, and Texas.
1: You heard his name a lot.
2: Well, defensively he played really well in the second half on uh Davian Harmon. They they put him on Davian Harmon and he never left and he kind of locked him up for a long time and then he finally got the the one layup at the end that saved the saved the yeah. run.
1: Feels like there are two different offenses right now for Texas Tech. The uh, passive will stay on the perimeter, will end up taking a shot, you know, a lazy, what I call a lazy shot perimeter with not a lot of rebound of help, or the downhill Texas Tech defense, which uh, that one's fun to watch. When this team attacks, when this team goes to the rim, it's 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 a good offense. Maybe not great, but it's certainly good enough. They've just got to more consistently across the board attack the rim. Texter says, dear bro, how are you? I am fine. How are you, bro? Uh, I'm pretty good. Did the win last night get Mark Adams off the hot seat? Also, how great is it that the Snowflakes haven't had success in football or basketball in the LBK? Mark Adams on the hot seat? Is there a hot seat? Is he on a hot seat? Uh, Chair warm? Well, he was.
2: I think this show might have put him on the hot seat a yeah. couple of weeks ago. Um, again, we were pretty adamant that it was not the on-court experience that was right. putting Mark Adams on the hot seat. I think there's a lot of other things going on.
0: Still going uh, on, uh, Roster apparently.
2: building and, and relationships with uh, boosters, relationships with the athletic department, Mark Adams, uh, relationships in general, I. I do not think he's on the hot seat right now. Uh but it's certainly a warm seat and you know what? It should be in college basketball and it is. In in college athletics in general, the seat is always warm.
1: Yeah, needs to be.
2: And I uh, I guess the there is a varying level, but yeah, if Mark Adams repeated the first half of his Big 12 play in the second half, he certainly would have had a hot seat, but he's not doing that. He's improving and Yes. I I maintained that I did not think Mark Adams would be fired. Uh I wasn't ever certain that he would be back next year, but I I do not think he'll be fired and I don't think I don't think he'll be fired this off season obviously. Uh and I I'm leaning toward he'll be back next
1: year. Thanks for asking how bro was. I'm fine yeah. too. <laughs> Tour Tuesday, NIT bound, says the texture. Valentine's meal will be made in the air fryer she bought this weekend. Good call. And it was a bittersweet win last night. I'm done betting for and against this team. Yeah, I would stay away. Uh, and that, I have had so many people, you know, reach out. All right, what what, what are you feeling? You know, what, what are you thinking with this line? What are you? Th-? It's a dude, don't. Uh-uh. Just just watch the game. Enjoy the game. But uh, to try to get – and that's kind of my uh, message to a lot of people uh, when they ask me just about Big 12 games in general. I'm like, okay, for the most part, this league is really tough. Whoever's at home, look at that. I mean, we've, we've had two huge examples with West Virginia being favored against teams and beating those teams at home that everybody was scratching their head going, what? Then we had an example of it just recently with Texas Tech being favored at home And winning the game, somehow. Texter says, I kind of think Tech is better off without Bacho. If AMAC can give some minutes, I'm not sure if Bacho is ready for the toughness of the Big 12. I'm I'm not sure where we are with Bacho right now from a whole lot of standpoints. Um, The illness right before Big 12, that should have by now, I I don't think that should be a factor. Uh, He's in a boot, so who knows what will be going on there. Then... I keep going to the same word, and I'll say it one more time. He just looks eminently frustrated, either with his role in the offense or how the offense is playing around him, uh, the floor combinations, the floor chemistry. And I always caution people, you know, be careful in trying to read too much into body language or anything. But in some, some situations, you can just see it. And it just looks like when he's been out there lately, and I don't know if you see it the same way, Rob, but it just – he just doesn't seem to be in the flow. No, for whatever reason that may be, I don't know. And
2: Davian and Harmon finding spacing uh, all of a sudden in the last two yeah. games without him out there. Right. Again, I I I do not know. I do not know the inner workings here, but I do see body language and. Bacho at times had really bad body language in the last couple of games he played. Um and in Big Twelve play in particular. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know. And he was in a boot last night, so I uh, I'm not saying uh he's just benched, but whatever he's dealing with, he, he needs to come back from that before he's on the floor.
1: Mm hmm. Takes her on two word Tuesday. <laughs> I like this. More maybe It's more maybe you're. Pretty good one. Uh, let's see. Uh, Plainsman in Dallas checking back in on the game. Texas started trapping downhill Davion in the second half. Nice adjustment going to AMAC. Short roll to open him up to make easy lobs over the defense. Two consecutive games of being the more aggressive team. Quasi dominant 41 19 rebound edge. Yeah, and that's, uh, that's another thing. Uh, It was
2: obvious that Texas Tech was the more aggressive team in the second half against Kansas State. And you led from four minutes to go in the first half. You led the entire game, and they tied you once
1: last night. And again, you finished strong where they missed their last, I think, eight field goal attempts that you closed them out. You didn't hold on. Right. You closed them out.
2: Yeah, and you went on a run that was pretty electric with the the O'Banner, the AMAC O'Banner. The Oop. Oop. Hey, how frustrating is it, though, that Fardos AMAC is the only guy who can make entry passes, <laughs> and he's the guy you want to Going make to entry passes
1: to. too, yeah. I, I don't get that aspect of it.
2: And O'Banner was pretty good at it last year, passing into Bryce Williams. I don't know if Bryce Williams was just better at getting position.
1: Maybe pinned. Maybe pinned um, better a little. I don't know. Flashed better?
2: I don't know, but that is a really frustrating thing to watch. Some of these guys do entry passes and just sail them, sail them into the you well, know really out of bounds mostly.
1: Yeah, you got to keep your head on a swivel if you're sitting down there on the baseline. Yeah, if you're a cheerleader or whatever, you know, palms. You got to one of those. You got to be paying attention. There, yeah. Photographers, all of them. You're in fair game sometimes. Do up our final time out of our number one of two. Give you a chance to get on the text line, 806-855-3712. Question of the day, give us some Valentine's night uh, dinner suggestions. Go-to places, restaurants you recommend, go-to meals, anything. Pro tips on that one. Tour Tuesday, topic today, Tech Minutes basketball postseason chances. Whatever else is on your mind, including last night's win over Texas, just hit us on the text line 806 855 3712. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro.
0: Action
1: update on Talk 1340.
2: Check out VSIN's catalog of original podcasts, daily and weekly programming to keep you in the know when you're on the go. Only at vsin.com. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert.
1: Baseball's pitchers and catchers due to report this week. Position players due in next week. Spring training play gets underway on February the 25th. Expect some rule changes this
0: season. Pitch clocks, limits on defensive shifts, and larger bases. Starting extra innings with a runner on second base during the regular season. Now a permanent rules change made by Major League Baseball. The regular season opens March the 30th. Every team scheduled to play. As far as World Series features, Houston leads the way at plus 650, followed by the Yankees at 750. The Mets and Dodgers both plus 800 men's college basketball Houston the favorite to win the national title plus 700 Alabama plus 900 get the latest lines and more at vcin.com
1: Final segment, hour number one of two. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Rowe. Got you till 1 o'clock here in the Arctic Air Studios. As you listen in in San Angelo on ESPN 960 and in Lubbock, talk 103.9 FM, News, Money, Sports. Two-word Tuesday topic, uh, Tech Men's Basketball postseason chances. You can give us two words to describe it after their win last night over Texas. And then it's Valentine's. So give us some go-to restaurants, some good dinner ideas maybe home-cooked meal, things of that sort, suggestions that will help your fellow man. 806-855-3712 to join the conversation on the text line. It is a texter texting in here, Rob says, saw a stat flashed up after the game, said Tech had played 11 ranked opponents this year, most in D1. Does that play a role in the tournament decision for Tech? Uh, I'll just go on faith that that's correct. I don't know if it is or not, we'll say it's all right. Um, it helps, but you got to beat them. It obviously will help, you know, it's helping build your strength of schedule. Beyond the rankings, it's all about the quadrants. It's all about where these teams rank 1 through 25, 26 through 50, 51 through 75. So typically, ranked teams are usually pretty good in that area, but you got to beat some of them. Two, uh, two words wishful thinking for the uh, big tournament. Two words wishful thinking, uh, same text given to me twice there. So, wishful thinking for the big tournament. Yeah, it probably is still in the wishful thinking category. But there's still a crazy path to it. Uh, washed up guy texting in, I want to give UT's Brock Cunningham a belated helmet sticker for missing the last putback and then fouling Kevin O'Banner. That was kind of some sweet, uh, I don't believe in karma, but it was sweet to watch. Ooh, ooh. Of all the people going to miss one,
2: Rodney Terry shouldn't get that head coaching job based on the fact that, A, he plays so much. <laughs> B, that they're drawing up inbounds plays for Brock Bro, Bro, Cunningham Bro. with Marcus Carr and Tyrese Hunter on the floor. I don't care that Tyrese Hunter was 3 of 8 or whatever he was. Hey, Terry would tell you he was open. He was
1: wide open. Play worked. make a shot.
2: Uh, yeah. There's eight other guys on that roster I'd drop a play for before Brock Cunningham.
1: It reminded me years ago uh, of a inbounds play Texas Tech had against Kansas. This is pre-Big 12. I, and when I say who, I, I don't mind saying it. it. was Wes Lowe, Tech post player. Uh, Rob, his hands were suspect at times. In, in fact, uh, you know, we suspected he might not even have hands. And they were playing Kansas in the Coliseum non-conference. Same type deal. Great great inbounds look. Lowe comes crashing down. And I don't know, somehow he need the ball out of bounds before going up for the, sh- no, I never got up for the shot. Lord, I hope he's not listening. But uh, in that moment, that's what I was thinking of. Is, is here's here's a great great chance. Everything's working, and you just discombobulate right there.
2: Yeah, and that shot might not have uh, turned the favor. Uh, it certainly would have helped Texas. <laughs> but man, the three he missed a minute earlier. Was huge. That was big.
1: If that one goes in, I mean, we might be having within, a different conversation today.
2: There's nobody within ten feet of him. Yeah, and that's how he shoots all his threes, by the way, which is why he shot forty six percent heading into last night.
1: I don't know what your feelings were. I was thinking this game does not need to go to overtime if you're wanting a tech win. That no. I felt like no, 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 no. If no. Texas somehow got that thing to overtime, then momentum would be wearing the uh, the burnt orange.
2: Yeah, you almost ran out of steam anyways. Um, now, you, you hit your shots, and they just did not hit any shots. 0
1: of 8 to finish, you said? I think that was right. 0 of 8 from the field.
2: I mean, that is pretty incredible. Yeah. And your free throw defense was good again last night, too.
1: Yeah, the free throw defense was great. You got to the line. You made yours. That was another not so much a hidden gem, but yeah. that you add that in to, with the points and the paint and, and what you did uh, that you took advantage of it. And I, I don't know. We talked yesterday how you were catching a Texas team that's played well on the road, that is sitting there knocking on the door for a number one seed. I don't think they're on the one line yet, and they certainly aren't today after the loss. They, it wasn't so much that they looked flat, but once again, Texas Tech was the aggressor. That Texas Tech, now for two and a half Big 12 games at least, Texas Tech dictated terms to the other team. Texas didn't look like it didn't look like a number one seed last night. Not at all, and that's not taking anything away from Texas Tech because Texas Tech was a big reason why Texas didn't look like a number one seed for uh, most of the evening. So, for all of those that were uh, debating whether it was Kansas or Texas, one line or whatever, I think the debate still going on, and almost everywhere you go, Kansas is still projected as a one seed. Somebody's going to get it out of the Big Twelve. Somebody's going to get on the one line. They're not going to have this conference go seven uh, deep and then um, talk about how it's you know so far and away statistically the best conference. And say, yeah, but the team that won it, no, uh, not a one seed. They go uh, the regional goes through Kansas City, doesn't it? The Midwest regional, I think, goes through uh, Kansas City. Oh, uh, yes, I believe so. so kansas one seed but you go west or would you take the two seed and go through kansas city if you're kansas i think i'd want to go through kansas city yeah i think i'd want to be the two seed if i were if i were kansas getting that opportunity top the hour break give you a chance to uh line up on the text line two word tuesday topic texas tech men's basketball postseason chances what do you got for that give us your thoughts on the game what impressed you the most also, it's Valentine's Day. Guys, you may not know this. So texters can give us your uh, favorite restaurants for Valentine's Day meals and or meal ideas you can cook at home that will impress the wife or girlfriend. 806-855-3712. Quick break. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro.
0: Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland, a presentation of the Texas Town Square Media Network. The Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland, featuring Rob Bro. Have you ever heard the expression, the customer is always right? Yeah. Yeah, well, here I am, the customer. That's not our policy. You have to order something from the lunch menu. I don't want lunch. I want breakfast. Yeah, well, hey, I'm really sorry. Yeah. Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland.
1: Welcome back. Hour number two. Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Congrats to us. We've done it again. We've turned morning into afternoon with you wonderful people here in the Arctic Air Studios as you... Listen in on ESPN 960 in San Angelo. Here in the Hublaplex, Talk 103.9 FM News, Money Sports. It's two-word Tuesday. We give you a topic every Tuesday. Give us two words. Just like you're a headline writer down at the old newspaper. Topic today, Tech Men's Basketball postseason chances. Notice I am saying postseason chances. Question of the day, give us uh, Valentine's uh, dinner suggestions. Go to restaurants. um, Maybe places you've gone in the past that were a hit. You know all those things, or the go-to meal to make it home, and any other suggestions you may have for your fellow man out there trying to survive this high-stress day, 806-855-3712 on all that. Plus, we look at Texas Tech men's basketball win over Texas, 74-67 last night, the things that impressed us, that impressed you. Other Big 12 news we'll get to uh, today, more more Big 12 basketball uh, tonight. Hey, it's just every night, and they all play against each other at the same time when you have multiple games. Thank you very much. Uh, ESPN and uh, whoever agreed to that down at the Big 12 office. He's Rob Bro at Rob Bro Show on Twitter. One-third of the Gambling Gachos and host of the Rob Bro Show from 1 to 2 here on Talk 103.9. I'm just Ryan Hyatt, at Ryan Hyatt Media. I come back in the evening, daily broadcast, online presentation around 6.30ish. So follow us on Twitter, at Ryan Hyatt Media.
2: Did you dip into West Virginia Baylor at all? Hardly
1: any. Zero. Hardly I, any.
2: I, zero. I mean, I score-checked it. Yeah. Um, But... On the ESPN app, I, I didn't do anything more than that. I did not uh, flip over. I didn't check in on both. I just watched the Texas Tech game, and I mean Baylor was up by twenty, so I'm not going back and forth much, anyways. But yeah, ridiculous.
1: And I like watching Big Twelve. I know I, wanted, I would have I would have liked watching that game. I yeah. want to watch other Big Twelve teams play,
2: especially you know I'm tuning in for the last. Half of a game before Texas Tech, just because. Like I watched uh, ten minutes of the Miami
1: game. Yeah, just to familiarize.
2: Well, I mean, just it was like, it was the game on, on before. Yeah. So if you have double headers, certainly wasn't the UNC
1: game. No, certainly not. Good no. heavens! From preseason number one to if they're doing two word Tuesday on postseason chances, they're in Chapel Hill right now. It's not good.
2: Well, that was a wild ranking. I know they finished well in the tournament, but
1: it was all about the four starters coming back.
2: And they weren't they weren't that good last year.
1: They didn't get they hot got until hot. right at the end. Their breakthrough game was that Mike Shashewsky day, where they rolled into Cameron Indoor and stunk up the party. What seed were they? Like a six?
2: Yeah, like they weren't even. Man, I know they went to the final four, but or the national championship game. Yeah, hmm. crazy.
1: 806-855-3712, all those things and more. We always enjoy the more, so give us the more. Uh, Plainsman in Dallas, Coach Terry spent most of the game farther out on the court than Jamie Dixon. Irritating trend. Amen. Man, he was way out
2: there late in the game. I, I thought they were going to call a penalty on him. Throw the flag. If I was, o, if I was O'Banner, I would have run into him.
1: Uh, agreed on that. I'd deck him. Yeah. You know. But... Here's the problem: the officials are allowing this to happen, and we can go back years ago when they put in the the coaching box, and they put the mythical coaching box line. Oh, that's they didn't do anything then. Now, Mm -hmm. right when it first came out, there were some that, oh yeah, yeah, get your warrant. Yeah, the officials need to, and and I'm not one for uh, let's overly officiate everything, but you got to stay off the floor. That's easy to officiate, though. Yeah.
2: You're there, you're not. Of course, this crew couldn't get out of bounds calls consistently
1: no. last night. So, I mean, just you can't get on the court. It's just that simple. I mean, yeah. maybe a foot over the line or whatever. I know that some some court layouts are, you know, tougher than others. Maybe part of the problem. Uh well, how many people do you think were in orange shirts behind the players bench for Texas yesterday? Yeah, but there's, pl- there's oh, plenty
2: of room in front of the in front no, of the different. table. I know,
1: but you still gotta have a gotta jam in all these seats down there. Now, where you in the past, you could just back it up a little bit, be a little farther away from the court. No, it's it's ridiculous. the n- The number of people, and this is not just Texas. This is college basketball right now. To me, it is ridiculous. Yeah, you shouldn't have more. You shouldn't have more support personnel than yeah. players. We used to call them suits, but they don't wear suits no, anymore. No, they don't wear suits. Well, who the hell can afford to buy twenty five suits? They we we talk all the time about how we're broke and how we can't spend money on this and we can't do that and you can't have this well maybe part of the problem is what you're spending money on you don't need that many people you just don't you know it's just yeah. Steve Green had one other dude Ron Mayberry had Barry Voss Barry Voss had whoever I can't remember they didn't need 25 people well, it's about time our resident trucker checks in today. Beginning to get a little worried. Uh, doughboy checking in. Guns up trucking. Shout out. Uh, headed to Midlothian, not feeling great and playing in this pesky 35 mile per hour wind. It sucks. Oh man.
2: I could not imagine. I didn't like driving my truck on the loop today. I
1: couldn't imagine driving a semi in this. I, uh, I had a, a semi go by me the other direction oh, coming in this morning on the uh, <sighs> farm to market roads and that thing was moving yeah, around yeah. and I was like I, I you know I, I slowed down and I was getting as far over your non existent shoulder just trying to cut the dude a break uh and and you know, I mean he had to be just white knuckling that thing. It was uh and I I don't know what the wind speeds are right now. I know it's turning a little brown out there. I you're uh see the way this thing works, I, I get put in the room that has no windows to the outside world for obvious reasons. Well, there is a small window uh, behind uh, Rob's area right now, and I can tell by the hue and the color right. behind you what sepia. the weather is doing. It is a sepia, sepia tone here, yeah. today behind Rob, is, and probably the dust is making its way through that window, which hasn't closed properly in 26 no. years. Yeah. yeah, it does look a little brown be, behind you there. 806-855-3712. Uh, use the 806 or goes to the angry man in florida we won't get it 855-372 we want to continue visiting with you on all the topics but we got some other stuff that we probably need to get to as we go through the day so uh, let us know what you thought about the win last night the why what is the turnaround what is the big reason you're seeing tech win these three big 12 games is there a single reason that you buy into right now uh the topic on tour tuesday postseason chances and then uh, it is Valentine's Day. We're asking uh, other guys, you know, it's guys helping guys. It's dudes, dudes helping dudes here. Give us good suggestions for either go to restaurants where you live, uh, maybe just a meal plan, you know, that has worked for you in the past, what you should do, cards. you got to do the cards. My wife would drop dead if I gave her a Valentine's card. She wouldn't know what to do. Obviously, she would think I've done something incredibly wrong. Uh, but, uh, you know, all of those things. We were talking during uh, the top-of-the-hour break that uh, we got Big 12 football news today with Big 12 member, University of Houston, and future Big 12 member Miami Hurricanes. Uh, Dana Holgerson has lost his offensive coordinator. Yes, it's, to uh, It's Shannon yeah. Dawson going to Miami, taking that version of the air raid, whatever that may imply to anyone at any given time. So Donovan's uh, going to be... Uh, going down there now and working with a, a different offensive coordinator I, I, and I don't know that staff well enough to know if there's somebody on staff that Hogerson would move up I mean obviously Holgerson's the offensive guy
2: yeah I mean at this point who can you who do you target this is so a little late, late
1: in, the, in the uh the proceedings that uh you know that that will be kind of interesting to see how that plays out and again Holgerson is the offensive mind behind that. But even Holgerson has had an offensive coordinator for I don't know how many years now.
2: Yeah. So. Hey, speaking of offensive coordinators, we talked about Eric bien yesterday. yesterday. Uh, the narrative has shifted. Have you seen this? And really started kicking up today uh, with some of the comments made by Andy Reid. Uh, now the comment is... Eric Bieniemy has to be an offensive coordinator for somebody else for anyone to hire him as a head
1: coach. Oh, uh, because the dominant presence of, uh, presence of Andy Reid yes. casts doubt and shadow yes. over whether Eric Bieniemy is actually so Eric doing Bien-Aimé, anything.
2: Yeah, so Eric Bieniemy needs to go be an offensive coordinator, take a lateral job for a defensive head coach, uh. so he can be the guy. Uh, and it's not just Patrick Mahomes, and it's not just Andy Reid. Uh,
1: and that's that's very magnanimous of Andy Reid. To, uh, it, it makes sense. And, it, and it, it actually is probably somewhat true. But then
2: you have LaShawn McCoy saying, I retired from football because that guy is an A-hole.
1: Yeah, and not talking <laughs> about Andy Reid. Yeah,
2: <laughs> talking about Eric bien and how he treats and talks to players. And there's just so much mystery around, you know, the Chiefs, As a franchise, have been really buttoned up about Eric Bieniemy.
1: They've been buttoned up about a lot of things, including Andy Reid's own son.
2: Right. So it it just it does not seem like they
1: very tight ship
2: does not seem like they want him back. But it doesn't seem like they want to fire him. Um, But if nobody else will hire him, they they just have to keep him around, right?
1: Yeah. And then Mahomes can keep talking to Nagy over there on the sidelines and never even look at Eric Bieniemy and. It the felt like they. It
2: felt like they were telling him goodbye after the after the Super Bowl. It did, yeah. You know, Mahomes went and gave him a big hug, and it was kind of a happy time. And it's like, hey, good run,
1: good luck at your next stop. The Colts did make their hire today. They take Philadelphia's offensive coordinator. Is it Steichen? Am I saying that right? Yeah, I, I think it's Steichen. Uh, is, is the pronunciation on that? So you are getting a lot of Philly brain drain you know, right there for Sirianni.
2: Yeah, and they are, uh, the defense coordinator's the leading candidate for the Cardinals job.
1: Yeah, Which they may not have a coach. The Cardinals may go coachless. I'm surprised Jeff Saturday hasn't uh, been mentioned for the Cardinals. Well,
2: and if the Cardinals hire a defensive coach, um, maybe that is a spot for Eric Bieniemy to go work with Kyler Murray.
1: Yeah. But then he'd have to go somewhere else because... I mean, if you work with Kyler Murray, it's obviously going to be Kyler Murray.
2: Does Cliff plug immediately into uh, Kansas City with Nagy? You have Reed, Nagy, Man. and Cliff all together. Cliff's the quarterback's coach.
1: I, to To what end? Where does that get Cliff farther along in his career? I don't think it matters, but... I don't think he's going to coach this year. I think he's... It was weird he interviewed for Houston. Well, because apparently there is stipulation and wording in his buyout contract language that he has to make an effort in some form or fashion to get a job. So, I mean, it's like the people who don't want to get a job, so they go into a restaurant and they fill out the application and they show up all scuzzed out and everything and they, they make sure they don't get the job.
2: If Cliff just wants to do ball, though, there's not a better spot than just hanging out with Patrick. No for a year. Just mean, you could be do worse. in the league if you, you, could you just do want worse. to be around. Yeah. And and he wouldn't have to do anything but watch film and go to the facility at 4 a.m. and I mean that that would be the easiest job. And that might unlock a few things uh career-wise and in the Chiefs offense. Yeah.
1: Texter, agree or disagree on this scenario. Cowboys have another disappointing short playoff run. Again, next year they fire McCarthy, promote Quinn to head coach, bring in Cliff to the Cowboys as offensive coordinator. Disagree. Oh I, don't think I, I disagree with the scenario. I don't think that scenario will happen.
2: Uh I mean I agree that that Mike McCarthy is on a an FC championship or bust mentality. Yeah. And I agree that Dane Quinn is uh if if the defense is top 5 next year is in a position to take over that's the only reason he stayed and yeah. I'm sure Jerry has given him that uh idea um no idea on offensive coordinator yeah That that is a plausible situation though
1: It's possible. I just they ask agree or disagree so I said I disagreed cuz right. I don't think that's what'll happen. It's plausible. It's plausible. Aaron Rodgers to the Cowboys. 806. I mean, that's plausible. Yeah. 806-855-3712. we got to take the time out. Uh, it's two-word Tuesday after last night's 74-67 win over Texas. Give us two words to describe Texas Tech men's basketball postseason chances today. Uh, more of your thoughts on the game, more of our thoughts on the game, and whatever else is happening in your world today. Plus, it is Valentine's Day. That is happening. Had Tip Cooking Channel, best thing ever. Great show. Give us your Valentine's night go-to restaurants, Maybe where you're going tonight. What are you looking at? Give us some suggestions. Maybe you're cooking. Give us a good menu idea. 806-855-3712. We'll take the quick time out. It's Ryan High. It's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Spells, and you'll learn this if you ever uh, host your own radio show out there. And statistics say three out of four Americans will host their own radio show at some point in their life. Right before you uh, get the cue that it's time to go back, you will uh, need to sneeze sometimes. It's just going to happen to you. 1222, it's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. We're coming to you from the Arctic Air Studios today. Listening in in San Angelo, ESPN 960 and Lubbock Talk 103.9 FM News money sports get on that text line 806-855-3712 today texter says sorry guys just pulled up the app started listening what are we talking about today well it's 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 good that you ask and we're glad you're here what are we talking about today two word tuesday topic tech men's basketball postseason chances we're talking about tech beating texas last night 74 67 we're talking about valentine's day had tip cooking channel best thing i ever ate Give us your go-to places for Valentine's. Where's the little romantic restaurant you're going to? Or are you cooking at home? If you are, give us some suggestions. Help out your fellow man. So all of those things going on today. And then from 1 to 2, it is the Rob Bro Show coming your way uh, every Monday through Friday right here on Talk 103.9 FM News, Money Sports. If you live outside the area, you need to download the app. That way you can keep on listening. And you can get everything and you get the notifications and it makes it, uh, makes it much better. Uh, I, I guess if – of course, Texas Tech fans are feeling pretty good today. Now, uh, you go back about a week or so ago, and Texas Tech fans not feeling very good at all. Um, and I don't know how many people have been paying attention to the story out of Las Cruces, New Mexico. My Lord, we, we moved beyond dumpster fire at New Mexico State basketball, which it already was a dumpster fire. This is the program that had a player um, – when they were playing at Albuquerque against UNM, involved in a shooting. Now, why he was out that night is very uh, sketchy reasons. But anyways, uh, determined self-defense. Now you have the program. Yesterday it was announced indefinitely suspended because of allegations of hazing. Today it's official. New Mexico State's done. They have canceled the rest of their season. And I'm not going to go into the sordid details on what went on in this locker room, allegedly. But... It's not hazing; it's sexual assault, and you can read the story yourself. Yeah, and it involves
2: three players holding down one player, one player, and a, in front of a team, yeah, uh, in front of allegedly, you know, team staff members, and nobody I, intervened.
1: I I don't hardly there's hardly ever a time that players are left alone without some staff member around in some form or fashion. That it's, it's hardly ever just players only in a locker room and a lounge setting and anything. And if what is alleged here is is factual, um, again, let's not call it hazing. Let's call it what it is. It's an assault. It's a sexual assault. And you've you got, you got a seriously messed up culture. And people act that way because they believe they've been empowered to act that way by the people in charge. I fully put this on the coaches, whether they were complicit or not. I fully put this on the coaches, the coaching staff, and everybody involved around New Mexico State basketball because that's your culture. Yes. That they believe they can act that way. Why do they believe they can act that way? And
2: two players have already quit. Uh, I think they scrubbed the season because they don't have enough players to play. Yeah. um, After, you know, arrests and these incidents, and you're probably having to suspend people. Uh, Two players have quit. One redshirt freshman quit and uh, posted – I don't think the program that I originally committed to aligns with my beliefs and core values. God, thank God. Yeah, and good for him for
1: for Standing quitting up and, and doing leaving. it. Yeah, but I mean, everybody must be gone from that program—from head coach to yes, student manager, staff. Every no one who's been athletic director. Yeah, I would. I would go that high.
2: Players. I mean, they should absolutely scrub that program and start over. Yeah, and and to have. This kind of, let's use NCAA language, lack of institutional control. Yeah. And that that
1: stems all the way up. Yeah. Lack of humanity. Yes. Lack of any sort of morality and self-awareness. I haven't seen any quotes from the head coach. Have you? Well, he was,
2: uh, I don't think he's allowed. Yeah. Because he was, um, you know, Suspended, placed under administration, administrative leave, or whatever. But there are police reports, and there are uh, redacted documents, and and it, some of it is redacted, and some of it is not. And it, I will say, though, if there's an investigation, I'm sure he's not allowed to be out talking True. about it.
1: And I would say to any uh, young people that we have listening right now that let this be a stark lesson that what you think may be horseplay or what you think may be just guys having fun can quickly cross over into a line and maybe you're not doing it. Maybe you're not involved, but if you're there, you're involved. Yep. And young people need to think about that aspect from just simple basic hazing to anything else that in this day and age, and there should be, there are major real-world repercussions to it. And what starts off sometimes is just, hey, goofing around. Ah, we're just having fun, man. Yeah. Okay. Remember that. And to all coaches, if you've got something like this going on around your program, you need to take a deep, dark search at what you are allowing, what you are coaching, and what culture you have around your program. Yeah. Everybody there in Las Cruces should go. 100%. Yeah. Texter wants me to explain something, but I don't have time to explain it before the bottom of the hour break. Can I explain something when we come back?
2: Yeah, well, that's a tease in the business.
1: It is. We will explain something to a Texter. 806 855 3712. Two word Tuesday topic Tech men's basketball postseason chances. Give us your thoughts on the game last night. Nice win for the Red Raiders. And then Best Thing I Ever Ate, Hat Tip Cooking Channel. Give us your Valentine's go-to restaurants, meal ideas, menus. Give us some pro tips. How do you make Valentine's Day great for your significant other? 806-855-3712. Quick bottom-of-the-hour break. It's Ryan I. It's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. It's twelve thirty-five. You got Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland, featuring Rob Bro on a breezy Two Word Tuesday kind of day. We're hanging out in the Arctic Air Studios with you till one o'clock on ESPN nine sixty San Angelo, and in Lubbock, Talk one hundred three point nine FM News money sports the rob bro show comes your way from one to two today on talk 1039 so download that app if you're outside the area keep on listening and contributing on the text line 806-855-3712 uh, tour tuesday topic tech men's basketball postseason chances uh also uh, give us give us a valentine's night dinner ideas either restaurant suggestions go to meal anything help your fellow Raiderland men and women out today. Give them some ideas. I know some some guys right now are sitting there going I don't know what to do tonight. I didn't make any reservations. I can't go to Arby's? You can. And the uh, fish sandwich is back at Arby's by the way. Uh Tech wins 74-67 over Texas. You had a finish, you had the bench, you had free throws. You had a lot of different things going right for you last night. You can give us your thoughts on the game. 806-855-3712. Texter on the text line. Can you explain why you think Tech isn't capable of playing three complete games in a row in the tourney? Is it lack of bodies or just based on play to date? It is uh, based on all of those things and more. Again, I'll explain. Um, history at the Big Twelve tournament. History at the Big Twelve tournaments. One, uh, the fact that in playing those consecutive games. You will have, I think, a very limited use of Amac. Hopefully, he's still able to keep going. We've seen a start-stop deal with Amac. I can't imagine a scenario where he'd play that many days straight. And you just, I just don't see the consistency. That said, that said, who would you pick? That if I say Tech can't win it, that I don't think Tech can win it. I look at a landscape a little bit different this year that I think you're going to have two Big 12 teams going into the Big 12 tournament desperate to win it with massive reasons called number one seed on the line. That I think Kansas is going to be highly motivated to try to get the number one seed and and get back to Kansas in a regional. That Texas is going to be highly motivated at that point to try to get a number one seed. That a lot of years everything is priced in by the time you get to the Big 12 tournament a lot of years the top teams they don't they don't have to play they might not even have to win one game this year's different though because you're going to have so many teams playing for right seeding playing for protected
2: seeds playing to get into the tournament i think the even the play-in games this year are going to be competitive unless you draw Oklahoma first. Um, if it's Oklahoma State or West Virginia, and those are the bottom four teams, and they play the kind of the play-in games of the Big 12 tournament, yeah, uh, all of those are going to be really, really tough because well, and to win it, all of those
1: teams need to win, and and to win it, remember, you, you will most likely if you're Tech probably be in. In the eight nine game. Right. That means that means you're playing a first round game on Wednesday. Then you gotta come back if you win that, you're in the quarterfinals. It's not three games, it's four games. You gotta win four games in four days if you are seventh seed or lower in the Big Twelve, now that you got ten teams back in the tournament. I don't see that happening.
2: But again, as you alluded to five minutes ago, or whenever we started this, who are you picking? I would. I do not have a good bet. If you asked me at the beginning of the Big 12 tournament to put real money down on any team to win the Big 12 tournament, I would say no. Yeah, I, I refuse.
1: No, I I, I, certainly, not... I wouldn't bet it. If I had to pick one, I pick Texas or Kansas right now.
2: Yeah, but I wouldn't pick Texas. Yeah, they haven't played four games, four complete games in a row. Yeah. Kansas maybe, but they haven't played four complete games in a row.
1: Or they'd only have to play yeah. three. No, that's why we would not bet on this thing. That's, that's why I'm saying. saying it's a bad bet. But I can I can winnow down and say who I don't think can win. I don't think any of the teams that will play on Wednesday will will, will be playing in the finals. No. So that's your seventh through ten seeds. I don't believe any of those teams will make it to the finals. So there you go. Uh, who do you think can win? Any one of the top six seeds could conceivably win the tournament. But this year, I don't... Just how hard those games are going to be. Texter talking about the hazing situation uh, and uh, alleged sexual assault there in uh, Las Cruces. As the old saying goes, you either coach it or you allow it. Amen. 100%. And then uh, Texter... Watched my first Texas Tech game last night. I thought the team looked confident in command of the game. I don't doubt or dispute the reports on team culture, but if it can be turned around, it looks like they have.
2: That would is that a Tech fan? I, or I don't a know Texas if it's a fan. Tech
1: fan or a Texas fan. I'm not sure.
2: Watching their first Texas Tech game. Right. Yeah. Uh, again, that was Texas Tech Super Bowl last night, and it's really easy to get up for Texas at home. Um, it's pretty easy to get up for Kansas State at home, especially after you feel like you gave that game away. Uh, this weekend will will tell me a lot about what this team is and what this team's chances really are for the NCAA tournament. If you go lay another egg on the road, you will not be in the NCAA tournament.
1: And as you mentioned, Tech is winless on the road this year. you got to go back for a last three-road win, pro- I, we believe, to Austin last February 19th. They're the only team in the Big 12 that doesn't have a road win now. Yeah. Every team in the league, including Oklahoma, has come up and found a road win. West Virginia has one road win.
2: Uh, Well, you were Oklahoma and West Virginia's road win. Yeah,
1: I know. That's what I'm saying. Texas falls to 4-3 and three, uh, in league play away. Baylor 4-2. and two. And then uh, you don't have anybody else above 500 after that. Kansas is 3-3. Three and three. And I do think it still helps Kansas in a Big 12 tournament that it's in Kansas City. It just becomes
2: Yeah, Kansas fog and Iowa State. East.
1: yeah. you east. Know, both of those schools travel amazingly well. And that's one of the things that's helped Iowa State over the years with some of their tournament runs is that they just take over the building against everybody not named Kansas and uh, take advantage of that. Yeah, we we probably, I say we, I shouldn't say we. I don't want to throw you with myself under the bus. I'll just throw myself under the bus here. Probably frustrate people because, okay, well, that wasn't good enough against Texas. You don't think that, you know, now, now you're not, no, I, I, I'm not completely on board that everything's wonderful, hunky-dory, fine, this is the way it's going to be because, yeah, they still have to prove that they can take this show on the road a little bit. And do, do some things. Well, and again,
2: we really haven't questioned the on-floor culture. No. Now, there was some chemistry issues, but, yeah. I, but I don't think that's culture. I think that's just this chemistry. I think that was roster building.
1: Yeah, great, great discernment there between culture and chemistry, and on-floor chemistry. you can get along, Everybody can get along and like each other. Right. And play like crap because they don't play well with each other. Yeah,
2: and that's... Again, I think they've still been pushing buttons, and I think your rotations have been a lot sharper lately. But
1: uh, Whether by force or by injury or otherwise, it has is, it is revealed itself a little bit more. I,
2: I feel like I've been pretty consistent in not doubting the talent on this team. And again, I think people maybe don't know the full story, and we haven't really got into the full story, but there's a lot of the concerns we had were off the floor. Agreed. And... If the on-the-floor product is better, that doesn't mean the off-the-floor issues have been resolved, and a lot of them weren't in the locker room. They were in the coach's office.
1: Say what, 90% weren't in the locker room? That's
2: what it feels like, yeah. You know? And if uh, if there were some in the locker room, maybe some of those locker room issues haven't played in the last two games. Yeah. possible and again you have to win on the road so i think this west virginia game uh was moderately important before this weekend uh just for respect (laughs) right yeah uh to not get sweeped by swept by a bunch of people but now after two straight wins uh that's a lot different uh reasoning for that game being important
1: Yeah, and you give back a lot if you don't back up the win with a road loss to West Virginia that all of a sudden that Texas game becomes just a novelty in a way, just a, a bright spot in an otherwise disappointing Big 12 year that you can go, well, hey, you know, beat Texas. At least beat Texas. But then if you don't capitalize on that, then none of the other stuff will matter quite as much. And we, not jokingly, I mean, it's a legitimate topic engaging in Postseason play possibilities for Texas Tech, particularly the NIT. Last night, I think you said that he uh, either said it on the air, or off. I forget which. Last night was a was really big from an NIT standpoint for right. Tech. Yes, you get a couple of games above five hundred. You give yourself that opportunity. Another quad one to, win,
2: and you get in front yeah. of Oklahoma.
1: Yeah, exactly. You move up in the pecking order of teams left out of the uh, NCAA tournament uh, for the Big Twelve, and that. That you can you can do that yes. the the ni the nit
2: uh, selection process is really vague, but I believe it's above five hundred, or the best team in your conference that's not in the tournament. Mm-hmm. So if you're a seven bid league, you have to be eighth in the conference
1: if you're under five hundred. I think that's how you overcome. yeah. But I still but
2: <laughs> I still think there's some issues there. Uh, and hey, five games remaining. You're not automatically above five hundred. No, point. you're not.
1: I mean, everything in, the, everything in this league is day-to-day. Throw all the cliches you want at it.
2: But you also said earlier, uh, in the Big 12 tournament and across the country, you need it to go chalk. You need the Big 12 to be chalk. You need Baylor to beat West yeah. Virginia. At, you at need, this
1: point now, you need to shove some teams down the standings you, you a little
2: bit. You need TCU to keep losing. You need Oklahoma State to keep losing. You need Oklahoma to lose out. Uh, and that that really puts you in a position... Uh, If you can finish strong and three or four teams can finish poorly and Baylor and Texas and Kansas can really just separate themselves at the top of this conference, um, that helps you even more.
1: Just imagine if Gonzaga were in the conference. Right. Or Houston. (laughs) Or Houston, for that matter. Good grief. Don't think we need Gonzaga. I think we're full up right now. Tell them we're busy. Uh 806-855-3712. Get you guys in on the said text line. It's two-word Tuesday. The topic today. Tech men's basketball, postseason chances. Give us two words to describe it. More of your thoughts on the game. What did you see last night that you think is sustainable? That's not just a one-hit wonder type deal. And then it's Valentine's, so give us some good Valentine's Day suggestions, places to go, meal menu planning, like one texter, TV dinner, and hot pockets. Dude, you know how to party. 806 855 3712. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Segment of the day, at least for this show. It's Ryan I it's Raider Land featuring Rob Bro. got till 1 o'clock here in the Arctic Air Studios as you listen on ESPN 960 in San Angelo and in Lubbock Talk 103.9 FM. After that, the Rob Bro show will take you to 2 o'clock. You keep texting in 806 855 3712. It's Underreaction Tuesday. If you have an underreaction, a mild reaction to any uh, any stories, sports or otherwise, that's what's coming your way on the Rob Bro show. Underreaction uh, Tuesday. Always good. Always good to get the underreactions to everything. 806 855 3712. Question of the day Give us your Valentine's night dinner plans, menu suggestions, thoughts, ideas, or otherwise. And then, of course, uh, you can go to our Tuesday topic Tech Men's Basketball postseason chances. As moments ago, people responded things you think are sustainable. That you saw last night from Texas Tech. Yeah, I
2: think there's uh, several things sustainable about last night. Effort. Effort can be sustainable. Effort is sustainable.
1: Yep. Attitude
2: um, is sustainable. A- attitude is sustainable. I think the Davian Harmon uh, ISO production is sustainable. Yes. Yep. I don't know if it's 21 points and a half sustainable,
1: but he is very good. Yeah. And Do it until they take it away and it'll open yes. something else up.
2: And you have to go true four corners if you're going to do that. You have to do the Keenan Evans. Yeah. And he also had a couple of really good driving dishes, which you haven't seen from him Mm -hmm. uh, consistently. So uh, I do think that that offense is sustainable in stretches. Now, it's not a a game-winning automatic, but if you could do it for the first 10 minutes or the last 10 minutes or the middle 10 minutes – uh, I do think there is a section of the game where Davian Harmon has to take over.
1: Texter says, I think the high post AMAC facilitator can be sustainable. AMAC facilitator. I think I invested in that company. Yeah. I think I own stock in that. Yeah, and
2: again, he's a he's an underrated passer. Uh,
1: I, I love him in the high post.
2: Yeah, and if you can get O'Banner down there uh, and get some paint touches manufactured in that way or have Jalen Tyson cutting like he did a couple of times uh, or even Elijah Fisher had a a couple good cuts. I, I think you're going to be in a good position. Yeah. I, I don't
0: just...
2: I don't think uh 50% from 3 in the first half is sustainable. No.
1: And uh, probably not the free throws you shot last night. And the now, getting to the line. Yeah. That's one thing.
2: But I but I think you've figured some things out defensively and I do think that's sustainable especially against uh some of these offenses you have coming up. Um now, if TCU gets healthy before you play him again, I think some of that gets put back that, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that but, changes
1: the dynamic a lot with that team.
2: But I think this weekend against West Virginia, now, it is really hard to win in
1: Morgantown. We know this. Yep. I mean, it's no Stillwater, but it's close. But uh,
2: you you have the opportunity to repeat a game plan that you've done the last two weeks and to have that move forward into Morgantown and be successful. Yes. Now You've won once in Morgantown?
1: Twice? I thought it was twice. Twice, maybe? Don't give me the line. I thought they'd won twice. Maybe so.
2: But it's you can count on one hand how many times you've yeah. won in Morgantown.
1: Got a ton of opportunities there. Not, not like Stillwater, obviously, but still. I just with with, for someone who's not been there, it's hard for me to explain to you the environment inside. And then And it's a sellout legend. Yeah, and then you know, the dude fires the musket right before tip off, and every time that happened it'd be right by the visitor's bench somehow. You know it's coming, you know he's about to fire it, and you still flinch. Yeah. I mean it's loud out on the football field, and there it just reverberates. I mean, it seems it's just ringing in your ear for the first like two minutes of the game after they fire that sucker off.
2: That uh, that's probably not going to be around much longer, huh? You don't think? I don't know. Uh,
1: Even if you're shooting blanks, I mean they hadn't they hadn't gone after uh, red or red yet. Yeah, but you're not shooting inside. No, to my knowledge, I don't think they've ever fired those inside. That's what I'm saying. Maybe Maybe they they should. I know
2: you do it at the 50-yard line, but...
1: Maybe they should do that over by the visitor's bench.
2: Yeah. I mean, a lot of the cannons have been uh, taken away, so...
1: We've lost almost all the cannons. Yeah. Tech used to lead the Big 12 in artillery. Yes. I wasn't even close. Now... Uh, They had some some powerful... Good luck finding them, man. I
2: I enjoyed sitting in the grass. Yeah. uh, But I also didn't enjoy sitting in the grass when BJ Simmons was throwing for six touchdowns and that cannon was right over the top of you.
1: Just blaring away.
2: You forget about it one time, they do it late.
1: Welcome to uh, Canon Talk. We're glad you're here uh, today. <laughs> Happy to have you along for the ride. Yeah. Uh, all right, so you guys have really really not done much to help me on any of my Valentine Day quest. I guess it's up to me. I'm on my own on this one today. I don't have anything for you, man. I'll probably get a card. I to do that. You know? Yeah.
2: You can stop by the Walgreens on the way home.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. it's easy enough to do. Make one. I got some... Legal pad, you know, paper and stuff. That yeah, homemade. Doesn't that mean more? Like if it's homemade scissors,
2: you can cut out cut out a heart.
1: Uh you've never seen me operate scissors. <laughs> I'm a danger to myself and those around me.
2: Just cross off the one that we got given and then put <laughs>
1: <laughs> put your
2: put your name. Uh, there you go. I don't know. Do you still have it in there? Sucker?
1: Yeah, I think I got it in there. There you here go. Somewhere. Just
2: cross out your name, or or in p- cross out the to and from, and then cross out there uh, it is. her name. Yeah, there you go.
1: Yeah, all right. I'll just you cross pass out that. that I can cross that, Ryan. Or it's a sticker. You could just
2: take off the sticker and put it on something. There else There
1: you go. Cross out Ryan. Put Radio Wife <laughs> from. There you go. Not her, uh, Ryan. There we go. We need a
2: live video reaction tonight. Give so. Yeah, it's a neat, it's cute,
1: little sticker. It's got two uh, cute puppy dogs. <laughs> We're forever friends. Forever, forever friends. Yeah. yeah, I'm done. I'm done now. My day's easy. That and a bottle of Topo Chico, and we're rolling. Rob Bro Show is rolling next. You guys text in 806 855 3712 on Underreaction Tuesday. Uh, obviously, a lot more Texas Tech basketball to be discussed, NFL, and who knows what. Big bandwagon Wednesday show tomorrow. Come prepared, show up early, work hard. I'll see you tonight around 6.30ish on the daily broadcast. Follow me on Twitter, at Ryan Hyatt Media. For everybody involved in this, we apologize.
0: Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland, a presentation of the Texas Town Square Media Network. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop.